0: what's happening rsl nation it's your boys adele and the baker back with another episode of scarf live podcast the baker how you doing
1: homeboy i'm hanging in there man i was thinking about how i was gonna answer that question because obviously you're gonna ask me how i'm doing because you're a civilized human being it's been rough it's been a rough month it feels like it's been a month since the last rsl game i know it hasn't um
0: wait till I tell you when the next game is.
1: Yeah, it's probably going to be like February or something. Uh luckily, we do have some major league soccer and other soccer to keep us keep us going, but I am like already I'm just like itching for like anything that resembles I would go so far as say that I look for more RSL content and RSL information. Mm. In the off-season, because, mm-hmm. like, during the regular season, it's just like, there's a game this weekend. There's a game this weekend. There's a, I have my ticket. I will be at the stadium. Everything's fine. Yeah. There's no, I don't have any, like, my flash seats account is empty. There's nothing mm, there, you know. It hurts. It does hurt. So, like, there's this void that but needs they to. They keep
0: taking out of my bank account
1: for next year, apparently. Hey, getting paid. The Lloyd Hanson needs that, needs that new shiny penny. Needs that dime. No, man. Like, I'm, like. We're addicts. It, it's. I'm currently going through withdrawal. I'm. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a fiend. Um, it's not good. I guess is what I'm really trying to say.
0: <laughs> well, it's not good. Yes, and we have a few months left of this. However, yeah, you're absolutely correct in, in saying that we're we're gonna have a lot of. It is not going to be an uneventful off season this year.
1: Yeah, I mean the fact that we. Still don't know who our
0: GM is, and like, coach number or number nine. Well, well, so, we don't, we, yeah, don't yeah. we don't know if certain players are resigning with right. us. The the big the reason I
1: started off with GM because I like I'm a I'm a you know you do this and then you do that and then, like I'm a I'm a step by step kind of guy. Right. And so like, so if there's like no acting GM, you know, if if the assistant is doing it or whatever, like who's having the negotiations you if, know if we don't know who the
0: boss is
1: right like who's who right now is talking to bofo about his contract is, is it the Delo- i hope it's not the Delo- hansen i got wednesday morning free <laughs> if they need me like it it that's
0: that's why i started with gm like it, yeah. it it's, it's already been too long so rsl nation what we're gonna do today is a couple of things we, we always have grandiose ideas about the podcast we're going to do. And we have some good ideas, I think, for the off-season. Yeah. We want to do an awards show. Mm-hmm. And not like team awards, like our awards. Our awards, yeah, as we see mm-hmm. it. Yep. So, you know, covering major accomplishments. Just because uh, the scene, reason I clear uh, that up is because the team awards were just released, I think, like yesterday or today. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not even going to look. I don't want to get influenced by I mean, them. we should mention it. Yeah um we're going to do like a season recap god it's been an eventful season we're going to do you know we we want we want to spend an episode talking about something like you know the greatest goalkeeper of all times in major league soccer history lots of different things we can talk about during the off season that include recapping the last season but this is not that episode what we're talking about here is just what's happening lately so we will not dive into too many details on much. The Major League Soccer season is still underway. We just, as a league, finalized and determined the final.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, MLS technically Cup the final. regular season's still on. Not regular season, but like the, the MLS season. The, the, yeah, it, it's still being played. And, I mean, I think that's what's kind of helping with the off-season blues for ourselves. We've had some really good soccer these last two days.
0: MLS gonna MLS yeah man so let's talk about what's happening in the league you wanna start with the LAFC game LAFC a seemingly unbeatable team throughout the season though they have looked a little flaky towards the end of it hosts the Seattle Sounders at home and loses handsomely if I may yeah Seattle was like just like the better team for long stretches of time I would say that LAFC missed more good chances than Seattle, but I would say Seattle. Seattle does not not deserve. It's it's not like Seattle walked in there and like completely won that game against. Yeah, like bunker. The and, of play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MLS gonna MLS. It this, is, is, this is the beauty, right, of of the playoff format. I've mentioned this before. Actually, I I try to make a statement on Twitter mm-hmm. like a month ago a couple of weeks ago, whatever. And I said, the the playoff system is a better method to determine the champion of a league than the go-to standardized, basically European, mostly European, and most of the rest of the world. Yeah. If you ignore, like, Champions League and stuff. Yeah. Table format. Like, I'm not talking about international tournaments. Right. Because that was actually one of the points I had in mind. If you look at international tournaments, the ones we love, yeah, the Euro Cup, the CONCACAF Champions League, the the, the South American mm-hmm. Championships. But it's a bracket. World. It's just standard groups, then brackets. And, and then it comes down to a playoff format. Mm-hmm. There, there's a reason for that. It's more exciting. It's better. You get it out of the way. So let me say it this way. If the MLS were mm-hmm. to adopt or adapt or conform to the European system of a simple standard table.
1: Yeah. It's basically what we call the supporter shield is their champion.
0: By the month of. Yeah. It would have been early in our case, in our case, I'm talking about like RSL having a chance to win the league. Mm -hmm. Early July, late June, mid June. Yeah. It's one of those things you need,
1: like you need promotion relegation to make it exciting. And you need, and, you but, need but he, other
0: stories. But here's the thing. We were not bad enough to be considered for sure. You know, relegation. Right. And we were at that point not good enough to be yeah. considered for the championship. But but I mean like you need like. So like I look
1: at like the English English Premier League, and it's like you need like, okay, who's gonna go back into Europe? You know, who's you need those, like, additional storylines of, like, qualification and, thi- and th- you know, you need more stuff. Just to be clear, I think I and most of RSL Nation, from what I've read on on the Facebook and the old Twitter, agrees with what you're saying. It, it's yeah. I, especially this, like, I was surprised. This single elimination playoff has been so exciting to it's watch. It's
0: been bananas. I love it.
1: Uh, the, only, the only place where I'm—I I'm, actually just read a tweet right before we hopped on— I'm assuming it's an LAFC fan. And it's like, stars above the crest should be reserved for supporter shields. Uh, you know, that's that's the champion. Uh, the playoffs are just something like Americanized. And it is a very American way to do sports. Mm-hmm. But like also let's acknowledge it. It's so damn exciting. So damn exciting.
0: Forget, forget it's the – let me say it this way. It is – I'm not in favor of it because it's the American way of doing things. Yeah, your accent kind of gave that one away. I am in Stalin favor of it because it is better. Yes, it's good TV. It is very good TV, mm-hmm. and it's more entertaining. But it goes beyond that. Last day of the regular season. Fourteen teams, thus fourteen fan bases, right, can still believe they have a chance. to win the ultimate prize in our league right i challenge anyone to present me evidence of that being the case in any other league in the world? Well, there are other leagues that have playoffs. That doesn't have playoffs, right? Okay, <laughs> if yeah. If you ever gonna... let me finish, a well, sentence. you take so
1: long, man. So like, get to I'm, the point. I'm
0: building. It's a dramatic. But it's, it's not dramatic. It's, it's like it's obvious. Like everyone know. It's obvious. So the the reason I bring this up in this method and format is because when most people, mm-hmm. not all, when most people think about what soccer should be or how a soccer league shall be conducted. Mm-hmm. You're thinking that big five in Europe, yeah. I mean, that's what th- right. I think that, and they're the big five because they're the big five type of thing. It's like a circular argument. Yes, and the most exciting finish in any of the big five leagues in the past decade I can think of was that one a match day where Manchester United was playing an away game and Manchester City was playing a home game and it literally took two goals in overtime for Manchester City to win the Premier League that year. We have that every year, every single year. Next, two weeks from now, one Mm -hmm. and a half weeks from now, there will be an MLS Cup final. Yep. And we have no idea who's going to win. We do not. We never know who's gonna win the MLS Cup until the very, very, very last day of the season, and the very last day of the regular season. Fourteen teams with the current format. Right. That should be an asterisks there. Probably is gonna change. Probably this time next year. Is uh, still have a chance to win. I, I mm-hmm. think. I think that is more exciting. Right. Drastically and significantly more exciting. Now, does that mean the best team? from throughout the year wins it. I, here's here's no. here's what I think. I
1: think it does. Here's what I because so like best is pretty subjective, right? Yeah. It's like mo, you know, what is what is best? Like and like the argument I think is like so LAFC obviously deserves the supporter shield and then like being the better team for a long season is indicative of a good team. Yeah. But then like also the ability to show up for really big games, like this like that is a thing that matters so you know that that needs to go into consideration for quote-unquote best team yeah and I, and I think the reason we're on the to take kind of back to the original starting point is if you've been like living under a rock seattle went to la
2: mm-hmm.
1: put on put on a beautiful performance and upset the team that i think if we're going to be honest like 90 percent of fans across the league were like yeah these guys are obviously champions this year
0: no, they're Dude. obviously not champions, but they are obviously the best. They were the team. heavy heavy favorites. They're the best team in the league this year, overall. Right, but but they're also not. If you're judging over thirty-five games or whatever they played, right. thirty-six games,
2: so you, but that okay, doesn't matter.
0: You all right? So so I I would
1: say it's kind of like when uh, Real Salt Lake, uh, was it last year? Yeah, like. The LA Galaxy thing, they fall apart, and, you know, we made—we kind of fell ass back into the playoffs. And the, everyone was like, RSL didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Right, it's like, it's like, to me, the best team in, in MLS is the team that raises
0: the cup. So in the MLS, what we're saying is this. Your regular season performance sets you up in the postseason to have most of the advantages... To yeah. prove to be the best team. Right. The best team in our cases, and this is again, this is an American thing, or maybe a playoff mind oriented thing. Let's face it, that is an American thing. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Right. Is that it's the combination of you did well enough throughout the season mm-hmm. to set yourself up to make your own luck in the postseason.
1: Right. You got you get that what, first
0: by. Got get the first bye. You get the home games. Right. Hell, you get to make the playoffs to start with. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Can't win the playoffs if you're not in the playoffs. Right. Right. And, but what we're saying is, yes, that is important. What is also important is performing under pressure. Right. In the playoffs. Cough, cough. Vela. Cough, cough. He, did, he had an okay game. Anyways. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Seattle just that, took him that, out of the equation. It's a long rift and talk about nothing there but no yes, i mean we kind of talked I, I, about the format so anyways uh lafc, Louis Diaz. LAFC is out
1: yeah that, i mean and then their fans threw a lot of beer on the field that did happen again you know you can't you can't uh i you can't make a lip or change a spot i spots. want
0: to like those guys
1: i there are a few of them we I, I haven't but i know you've done a podcast with like heart of lafc awesome awesome it's, yeah seems like a lovely human yeah but he, So, he, he, I, I've used this example before, and I keep going back to it. Every, RSL. RSL has its idiots, right?
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: Toronto has its idiots. Seattle has Wasn't its Wasn't
0: a I- guy at the Royals game just suspended for, like, racial slurs? Yeah, it was
1: like a bunch of 14-year-olds, I think, throwing and, around the and, N-word.
0: And and some other guy, like, was throwing up the Betsy Ross flag or There's something. all, all and kinds. Every, of every th- group has their idiots, yes.
1: Right. So I mean NYCFC has actual Nazis. Yeah. Um but like the way I look at you know the old uh the old LAFC group it's like they've exceeded the allowable quota. Yeah. Like like they're it, it's not just one or two it it's systematic. And that's where that's where I get like upset. It it's like the 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 quote-unquote good civilized human beings who are active members of society—it is their job to point those people out and
0: make sure that they do not feel welcome. It is to their credit; they try. From what I have seen, they try. I, I, I don't.
1: I not like after the fact, not on Twitter, not not like you right then and there.
0: For, uh, all I'm saying is, look, it's still happening. Yeah, it's obviously, still but happening. but it would be like. It would be like someone going on the air and attacking us over those morons throwing out those racial slurs mm-hmm. at, at, at the Royals game. Okay, but here, here's a better example.
1: What I am critiquing is I can't control what the person next to me says, right? right? Can't do it. But if they say something that I'm like that, you know, someone in authority needs to know and remove that person, I am then going to make sure that's the part where
0: I feel like they're not following up.
2: Um yeah also you, you the- and
0: i will disagree on that part. Uh, I think there are let's say it this way. The, y- you're right. There there should be something like an allowable quota for idiots at, right. in your group. Mm-hmm. Like if you have 10 close friends, you you got one and, dumbass. And, <laughs> yeah, everyone has that one or two dumbasses. Right. But if your friends Ten friend group consists of like six dumbasses. You got a problem. You are the dumbass, <laughs> right, for, right? For associating with you're them, you're associating with a lot of dumbasses. So right. I get that. At the same time, I I refuse to believe. And, and there's also something to that mob mentality. Yeah, like of course, guy dude. To The left of me did it. I I'm say that do because it. you usually stand left of. Me I usually stand right of you. The, no, at the good games you see on the left. I uh, the game we beat Portland, I was on your right. Okay, that one game. So, um, so there, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I I'm not gonna go as far as to like hold most of LAFC nation, if there's such a thing, um, LAFC fans accountable for the actions of a few idiots, though. Mm-hmm. But it's not a few idiots. It was beyond a few it's, idiots. It's a,
1: it's a mostly idiots at this point. Then
0: remember, All right here. Okay. Remember, remember us. What was that two, three, four years ago? When at the end of the game, we basically—I—I sh- I didn't throw anything, but mm-hmm. we showered the field with streamers. Projectiles. No, it wasn't streamers. It was I, the end I of the don't game. remember this. Oh, we gotta—we have to go. I'm, I'm gonna have to go dig in. Mm-hmm. You were there. We were—we were in 35 by then. Okay. So it wasn't like that long ago. Right. It was within the past three or four years. How uh-huh. long have we been sitting there? Right and at the end of the game where it was a really bad it was it was a regular season game it was about the officials right usually yeah. is yeah and we showered the field with all sorts of projectiles huh beer cans i literally and, don't remember this yeah well, we'll, well it shouldn't be that hard to find so we sure. can look into it um at the end of the day when you look at what happened is it was like one idiot right who decided to throw something out there right hell if I threw something out on the field uh-huh. every 20th time I felt like doing it I would be throwing about 10 things a game on the field right everyone wants to do it right. so like the most recent example most people don't do it the most
1: recent example that comes to my mind is Homie that sat in front of us in 35 I want to say it was like last year yeah, threw a s- streamer it like landed in front of an official.
0: No, I hit the official.
1: Did it? Yeah, yeah I remember. It got like <laughs> it either. It got really close. Like it was at yeah. an official. It was at the yeah. at the. Assistant. It was a piece of paper. It yeah. was it was a uh, it was it was streamers. It was back when streamers were still allowed. Yeah. Uh, they like reviewed the cameras. Security came, found him, and he didn't. He wasn't invited back. For like, yeah. Then he went and bought a few, a few games. Right, but he, yeah. like he like Kurt. I don't know if like. He actively was like sought out, reprimanded, and removed. Yeah, it was very clear. Like, hey, you're, this isn't okay. That's okay. that's the last time I see it. That uh, I saw it at. That is a good Rio comparison. Tinto.
0: But here's the thing: we don't know that LAFC is not doing that. So here's: if this was the first time, I I, I would get that. That is where
1: you got me. I cannot right. defend that. I'm not trying to defend it But here's here's also the problem: like if they were just like, hey we're bad people and we acknowledge that we're bad people like they pr- like here's here's my fund and i tweeted something along the lines of this it's really 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 easy to be the fun cool yeah, hip that. guy that's that everybody loves when you're winning every game yeah. it's it's really easy to be super chill when everything is going your well, way that,
0: that that's how god made atlanta united
1: fans <laughs> so like then i i think their true character comes out in those situations when they're losing at home. So like to me I go back to the Ramando thing when they were like the last the, year, the, last year yeah. and they're like hey, our bad, here's a couple beers, here let's take a picture for Twitter, let's post it. Yeah. To me that was like their attempt to get back at like a level playing field. I was like cool. To me now, that's just like, oh, you have a good social media, dude. You you have somebody there. Well, That, it that beyond, no longer feels take, genuine.
0: No, it's beyond genuine. So take it. No, th- there is something genuine about it, but the genuineness—that word—that's a word, I guess—is is that it, it is. It, it's an effed up group of people, mm-hmm. at least the diehards that travel, because remember what happened in Rio Tinto this year. Beer, oh. yeah, beer throwing, and beer pouring, spitting, pour, spitting the, yeah. flipping, yeah. yeah. And that wasn't the first time that happened. Right. Then you got the Ramando thing, you got this thing. Yeah, there's definitely oh, – look, it, you're a data guy, mm-hmm. and st- you only need so many pieces of data to, like, match yeah. at up. Some point, at like, some point, eh, it's a trend. There's, there's a pattern here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. There's that. Right. There's that. So I would say if you have to pick a group t- in, the, in the league to, like, fit that, but, yeah, that's them. Right, I I get it. What I'm saying is we shouldn't look at the entire fan base as a result of that, and I would extend that to every other fan base in the league, and I would hope that every other fan base in the league extends it to us. Look, man, if you look at some interviews from players and former players, one of the toughest places to play in in the league is is Rio Tinto Stadium, and it's Mm -hmm. not because it's, like, super loud or it is high up in the mountain so there's the elevation but there's also hackling and whether it's politically correct or not is beyond the question here yeah I mean I think happens. I think it's one of those things you know when you you know when you know you know when you, exactly right. but I do agree with you on one thing if I'm sitting in 35 row age and the guy in front of me two three four five six seven doesn't matter how many rows is like throwing beer at on the field right or screaming uh, no, profanities uh, in uh, excess not even uh, no i'm not going to say profanity but i'm going to say like offensive language like racial slurs right. or homophobic slurs mm-hmm. or i don't know sexual slurs
1: you you know or, once again you know when you hear it you know when you hear it yeah I'm gonna say something, right? And here's the thing: it's not even like you're gonna say something; it's Everyone twenty else. other people yes. are gonna say, like you. You got to get get a
0: ticket. It's gonna be a line. I don't think they have that check and balances right thing it, there, and it, it could be that they're still young. I I think to me it's it's a it's
1: I I think there's something to be said for that because I remember when NYCFC when they were like the new hot thing, you know, yeah, and they were they were still like possibly getting an actual real estate to play in, um. When oh, they were we'll the hot, when they were the hot young thing, like like a bunch of morons, I like, got on the subway and like stole like a dad's scarf who like went to like to the like a Red Bulls, and it was like, like dude, guys, I get it, I have a Netflix account too. Green Street Hooligans is a fantastic movie, <laughs> but like, you're embarrassing not just yourselves, but like your friends, your
0: community, the sport.
1: It's just like plus, it's... like what
0: what what point are you making? Like me and seventeen of my friends, right? Just. Bullied this one yeah. guy with his kid, like yeah, they posted how, how you, it on like yeah. fr-
1: it was just like it was so dumb. It was yeah. just dumb. Anyway, so, so there to get to what you're saying, it's like I agree. I think there's some of that is like youth, you you like losing not, not youth of the fan, base. right? Youth of as a it, like youth of like the of organization, maturity, yes, as, uh, yeah, right. Like been there, done that type of thing. Um, but I also think it's like it's like cultural where it is it it is okay to just be the kind of guy, you know, like there is, like, as a community, they are okay for the most part. There are exceptions. I'm not but, trying to lump everybody together, but for the most part, as a community, they're okay with their behavior.
0: By they, you and mean the LAFC, LAFC mm-hmm. fan base. Yeah, right. I disagree with that statement. I would say as a community of LAFC supporters, mm-hmm having followed and read and talked to a lot of the people on that side. Right. I, I would say as a community, cause you have to draw a line like uh, what percentage of the community being okay with sure. it? Can you say the community is okay with it? Right. the communities within the community mm. that I have seen, right. Are not okay with any of it. So here, and, he, and, and here's me, I think where you, where you and I be and and add to it. Uh-huh. I'm yet to find, a community within that community. Right. And we as RSL fan base know about communities within communities more than anyone else, right? We are, Every seat's a supporters group. We, we literally might have 20,000 supporter groups in that stadium. Right. So everyone's a community. I am yet to see,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I might be wrong, I personally am yet to see anyone even passively aggressively supporting that behavior from that group. Right, and and here's, I get it. So here's here's you the key stop difference. Them and shoot them and call the cops on them. Right. There's a difference between doing that, mm-hmm. and we don't know whether they are or are not. Sure. Like if if yeah, LA is a big city. Maybe it, maybe it's a new asshole every time. If if I just don't if think if that's Homeboy, the case. If like three rows ahead of us is doing some homophobic slurs, I don't I don't think I'm going on KUTV news and like. I am the one that called the cops. Right. Right. So we don't know that. Sure. You might be absolutely correct. What I'm saying is we should we shall not, if at all possible, fill the gaps with assholeness because there is a lack of other information. That's all I'm saying.
1: Right. And I guess to me it's it goes back to the Romando Photo op is what I'm calling it. I think they got a bunch of people who know what the right thing to say is. The and the front and here's, office does. No, no, no. just like People on Twitter, I I think they have a lot of people who are like, oh, not cool guys. Don't you don't disrespect our club. You know, I think you have a lot of dudes who are great at talking about being positive, but I think you have very few yeah. people when it's you know ass and see time in the trenches. Let's go actually make
0: change happen. Who are raising their hands and going, we can't be that group. You're absolutely correct. But I would also say. That's not an LAFC or LA specific problem. That's a human trait. That's a human trait. Yeah, it's someone else's problem. Always. Everyone. Absolutely. Everyone. It's so much easier to talk to talk. Yeah, absolutely. The and, walk, and and the walk. yeah, yeah. Ultimately, we're we're lucky
1: that for the most part, Real Salt Lake. I mean, don't get us wrong. We're a bunch of
0: jerks, but I don't know, man. I look. The morale of the story is this: Don't be those guys. Those those mm-hmm. those specific group of guys. Right. Or gals. I mean, by guys. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I, I know, mean, I, know, uh, I, know yeah, I know. By guys, I mean people. Folks. And ho- let's hold each other accountable. They're, we should not, that is not acceptable. Uh, God, I don't know if anyone likes losing less than I do. Right. I have literally in the past gotten into a fist fight, a proper fist fight where blood was drawn over an offside call. Well, that seems dumb. Yeah. Have you tried not being dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I, I attempted every day. I fail most days. So, long story longer, LAFC is not going to win the Cup this year. They're out. out. Seattle is moving on. And then we just watched a little bit of East Toronto playing at Atlanta. It's Toronto wild, wild East. Toronto winning that game. <laughs> you know what the effed up thing is? Hmm. Toronto was the only team, by the time we were playing, we were about to face Seattle from the east. Right. That could have come through. That we would have hosted. That would have seen us host the MLS yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and I remember it, looking at those four teams, and like, there's no way Toronto mm-hmm. actually, you know. I, I thought there was a smaller chance Toronto makes it out of the east than we make it out of the west. Right. For, Here we are. For me, now that you mention it, it's one of those things where
1: it's like, if I was, like, if I had all the power in the universe and I controlled what happened and when it happened, this is exactly how I would have, like, written it out, except replace us with Seattle, obviously. Like, ev- like, yeah. ev- everything was in my mind was how I envisioned us winning the cup this year. Yeah. Close, at home. Close,
0: ugly win at Seattle. Right. And then... uh Beat a LA. surprising win at LAFC because right. they're walking into it way overconfident. They'll and them. then we host Toronto. Not e- I, yeah. Not even. I was like, LA Galaxy is going to beat LAFC.
1: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, w- it would be us. It would be us in Toronto. We'd host them and, you know, 0-9 all over again.
0: And it didn't happen. Obviously. So here we are. Toronto is going to travel to Seattle for the MLS Cup. Should we talk about that for a second? I am extremely happy personally, right, that there is not an Atlanta United versus Seattle Sounders final. Yeah, and this is a, this is I think where you and I disagree slightly. We can get into that. Yeah. So my take is I hate them both, and if it's Atlanta versus Seattle. Mm-hmm. I would love to be the kind of guy that says, oh, I might not watch that cup final. No, screw that. I'm going to watch it. Right. But I'm going to hate every second of it. Right. And I'm going to root for like an a Fire drill. <laughs> yeah. 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 Someone pulls a fire alarm at the stadium. Right. And the game never finishes. I'm uh, rooting for a fire drill. And, and we're not crowning a champion this year. Of course, what that's going to mean is that Seattle fans are going to claim they invented a the fire drill. Hmm. Right. Because they invented that's, soccer. Yeah. Right. Right. So, supporters culture, and then Atlanta is, I, in my opinion, still the most annoying fan base
1: in Major League Soccer. I think this year has made them a little humble. They, they've they've been
0: served a couple they have, helpings of humble pie. They have competitors. Yeah, they've. But they're still the champions, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Championship of the most annoying fan base. In all of the league. LAFC is getting there. Uh-huh. Seattle has always been there. Yeah. Portland has been there. SKC. is uh, not annoying. I just hate, right, them. hate them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I see I see I'm I'm picking up the distinction here. And and I would say, God forbid Orlando ever becomes good, they might be up there too. Really? Yeah. For me, they're just they have like too much of like a woe unto us. Yeah, us, is, everyone hates us. They're they're uh, yeah. Orlando City FC is the perfect team of. Uh, it's like an A B test. I think it's Orlando City SC. All right, so Orlando is like it's perfectly set up for an A B test. Mm-hmm. We have seen them as the hot young new thing, right? Like what was it three years ago? Yeah, when they were like filling the stadium, yeah, and yeah packed yeah. stadium. They, yeah, they, they they didn't make the playoffs. They weren't good, right? But it was exciting. right marketing was and new. painting the wall and yeah. And then followed up by a couple of years of just sucking, right? And the stadium was like, I don't know, fifteen twenty percent capacity. Yeah, now it's just like empty. And I I want to see what happens if they're actually good ever again, because you know what's gonna happen is like everyone comes out of the woodwork. I was like, an OG. <laughs> I have forever been an Orlando City fan. right? And so there's that. Um, Here's what excites me. I don't like Toronto. Right. Matter of fact, there's absolutely nobody in this entire league other than my team that I like. I don't like anyone else. Varying levels of
1: like, I'll tolerate you. From none, I was gonna to, to reverse it to like
0: levels of hate. There's there's no one I like, they're just teams I tolerate. I, I will tell you one thing Houston is kind of making their way up to like, eh, <laughs> right? Just because they I, keep I'm, bailing us out on decision I, day. <laughs> I might get like a hoodie, right? <laughs> or a scarf, not a scarf. Let's not push it.
1: The but Marcus like, Beasley jersey, it's that's that's like, about it.
0: Like, yeah, and, and I think most RSL nation would understand why I would do that, yeah, yeah. But no one else, I hate, I hate, actually, I know hate's a strong word, Hmm. I properly hate everybody else in this league. Yeah. Toronto City FC, Toronto FC, what's their official name, I don't know. Toronto. Yeah. In the last couple of years is one of the least hated, thus most neutral in my mind teams in the league. Toronto FC. If it was Atlanta versus Seattle, again, I would be rooting for no no harm, mm-hmm. but an earthquake. Right, like a small, localized, just to, just to the evacuate game. the stadium, the just game precautionary. Never continue it. Right. <laughs> As is Toronto versus Seattle. You have a dog in the fight? I, I have. Th- there's clearly a dog I hate a lot more than the other dog <laughs> in this fight. Yes.
1: Good way to put it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I think the chances of Seattle winning the cup now are much higher than if yeah, I, I would be shocked advanced. if they don't win. Um, but yeah, I, I am, I am all in on Toronto. And you know what else I don't understand? Hey, man, we need the Western Conference team to win it. Like, no, who the fuck? Who no, gives a no, sh- always. When, when has this become a yeah. conferences thing? <laughs> so. When, and this is the part,
1: well, I'll just, I'll go ahead and I think I've admitted this on air before, so I have no problem saying again, Champions League, when it's like MLS is like, you know, one of the teams, uh, mm -hmm. and I get it, Liga MX fans are so annoying, but like, I don't, like, if RSL wasn't going to be the first team to do it, I don't want any MLS team doing it. I'm actively rooting for the Mexican teams. Ooh, I disagree with that. Actively. Yeah, I understand I that that's not a popular opinion, but it's like, you got to represent the league. I'm like, I don't care about the league. I actually think the league's kind of being run like garbage. There is one dog I have in this race. That's it. I get what you're saying. I disagree with you on that level. Because of how annoying the league MX fans are? Because yeah. they're they like the second the league MX team wins, all over Facebook. Yep. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Speaking of annoying fans does not get much more annoying as a fan base than emerald city supporters group Ugh. i hate everything about that collective group of humans individually met a few lovely ones yeah. i've spent a lot of time in flounders country nice people nice individual individual human beings they all get together in a room and they just become real punchable um
0: there's there's an equation there it's it's yeah, like it's like more than three yeah, and then say, like the like rate more, yeah. of punchability increases definitely it, it, yeah the the punchability rate equals the number <laughs> count uh, to the third <laughs> it's like equal or greater than three soundris fans right. in a room equals punchability drastically increases yeah it's
1: it's like p a equals n
0: plus three I
1: don't something. know what that means a, punchability p a and it's Ah, just the count, and then so it's your three. Cute. That's cute. Anyway, it's what I do's. um, I actually think it's not right if we break it down, but that doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) Like, I just can't stand them, and here's the thing. I hate Atlanta fans, but to me, Atlanta fans, like, I see them once a year. They're super annoying. They stuff all the ballot boxes, but, like, Seattle was doing that before it was cool. Um, Like, I pray that no team... Uh, that any team gets a supporter Shield before Seattle does. Because the year they won the supporter Shield, there was like 15 articles about how that's the championship everywhere else in the world. I just can't stand them. And to me, the best opportunity for them to lose was to travel away to Atlanta. They will now be hosting Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see them losing it in, in the clink
0: couple of things. So yes, I agree on many of those things. I think they're some of the most annoying fans in the world. I disagree that they're more annoying than Atlanta. If nothing else, I'll tell you one thing. I think a lot of those people have some skin in the game. Like, they will have been around and into it for a little longer than most Atlanta fans. So there's that. Secondly... Right. I'm picking... I see what you're saying. The History. Like, if you have to pick between the two. Mm-hmm. It's like picking between Adolf Hitler and the devil, right? You have yeah. to pick one. I'm not picking one right now because someone's going to get offended either way. I was going to say that's a horrible example. To right. On there. But but All right, keep going. I mean, it's the same to me as like picking between Atlanta fans and, and Seattle fans. Because right. in my book, LAFC fans are not there yet. Wow. Not not. I mean, they're probably the most annoying fans right now, but like, they're similar to like LA Galaxy fans where I'm like, eh, no, you'll be gone in a couple of years. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. I got you. No, you know, a group I actually have proper respect for? Toronto fans. Hmm. Portland fans. What's left of uh, Colorado fans? Uh, Thank you. I was actually going to say that. Colorado fans. Dallas fans. Mm. The people who show up to Houston games. Yeah, I have proper respect for Cincinnati. I will, Cincinnati's takes the cake. No, since No, too early. Cincinnati, no,
1: because those dudes were like, still, we just want like they have some USL history there that I was like, that's kind of dope.
0: Okay, yeah, no, okay, yeah, yeah. But I'm not talking about like the, the the filled stadiums now, right? Give it a couple of years. It all needs a few years. It needs some bad years. Oh, Cincinnati they're, is lucky enough. They are started. Have, Cincinnati <laughs> is lucky enough to have started on a bad leg to start with, right? Yeah. So that. It, I would love to talk to the six people
2: mm-hmm.
0: who attended every single FC Dallas game last year. Right. Even better. Who are the six the three people uh-huh. who attended every single Colorado Rapids game that last year. Yeah. That's my that that that's my people. That's Scarf Life. That's my people, yeah, man. Yeah. It's easy to be an LAFC fan. Right. Because if things don't go your way, you just throw garbage. Yeah. 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 I I want to talk to the people who stuck with New York Red Bulls after the introduction of NYCFC. Right. That's – I want to talk to the – it's going to hurt. I want to talk to LA Galaxy fans who stuck with LA Galaxy.
1: Yeah, through this year. Through this year. And there aren't that many of them left per that video of that chick. She forgot which LA team she was chanting for halfway through. From my
0: personal perspective, I don't understand any of it. I don't I do not understand the mentality of switching teams. No where we're from you get shot for that. Kind I of have thing. never in my life switched teams like it's like a tattoo right. once you're in, that's you're it you're in you pick it you can add to it right. But it's not like, oh well, you know what I'm, a, I'm also gonna be a Seattle fan. No jackass, you don't get to do that. Mm. You're born into it. Or you choose it, but once you chose it, it's like a prison gang. Right. all <laughs> right There's only one way out. It's in a <laughs> but, body bag. Once you have chosen it, it's yours. So I don't. I don't understand it. Sure. Like, I do not understand Utah Jazz. Hmm. I've been a Utah Jazz fan since, and I'm sure by now, RSL Nation understands. I'm not born and raised in Utah.
1: Yeah, the way you say your letters. So you I know. give that away. I was gonna pick one specifically, but I'm like, no, just A through so, Z.
0: Here's a fun fact. Uh-huh. I was a Utah Jazz fan before I knew where Utah was. I mean, I think, yet alone what Salt Lake City was. So,
1: just to be to piggyback off that, I you know, with the public education system, what it is,
0: most Utah Jazz fans don't know where Utah is. Okay, so screw you. First of all, second of all, I lived overseas, and it was a really good educational system. Right, but it was like, anyways, that's not the point. Like you, you are teachers i do not understand switching teams having said that mm-hmm. i understand that most people understand that logic and i've actually i know a couple of people
2: mm-hmm.
0: that w- live in la and work in la from a professional approach mm-hmm. galaxy fans right who were like well suddenly the lafc stadium is significantly closer to my house right it's more fun Well, this was before they played the first game. Uh, We didn't know what it was actually going to look like. And we might switch allegiances. Because it's closer? Yeah. Well, all right. No, literally. That's what it was. It was close. Geographical approach. Geography. That's all it was at play there. I mean, I guess it's some kind of logic. Yeah. Real Salt
1: Lake could become Real Calcutta. That's, That's my boys.
0: Yeah, anyways. Do like one away game. How we we got here. So, what we were talking about, we we get into is the lesser of two evils. Scarf life. So, lesser of two evils. In my mind, in my opinion, this is Adele speaking, in case anyone's wondering. There is no delusion about whom I want to win MLS Cup. It is Toronto. Yeah, I agree with that. Through and through, I don't like them. I don't like anyone. Right. No one's left that I support.
1: There was never anyone left once. We I I would have been a little bit okay, if Philadelphia, if it wasn't RSL and I could but because be they filled. aren't. If they were here, but like,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, you're bastards. probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, Philly is one of those neutral teams where I'm like, eh. I like their greediness, you know. And the whole like sons of Ben thing. S-s- speaking of scarf life, I mean, geez, those guys play in front of a half-empty stadium most of the year. Have you been to Philadelphia Stadium? No. Okay. So I've been to Philly, right? And I was there on a the weekend when there was an MLS game, not an RSL game. At, right, at they Philly. were playing somebody else. Yeah. And I inquired how to get to the stadium. With three people, two of those people said, "You might get shot on your way there." <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, I mean, their stadium is like in the middle of well, not in the middle of nowhere, but like in a really bad Down energy. Yeah. And, um, so right on the water, right on the bay. Yeah. But just, it was going to be, and I was in downtown Philly. It was going to be, I think one train ride. So like a subway ride and then two different bus connections or something like that. Or I could have taken a cab, which was going to cost me like $90. Uh, and, and and, yeah, but everyone said, yeah,
1: they're way out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, those people that come out to those games, scarf life, brah. Right. Brah and sister, that's scarf life. I like those people. You're right. Mm-hmm. But other than these two teams left, there's no, like, delusion of me. I want Toronto to win it. Right. Not because I like Not, Toronto, but You hate them
1: less than Seattle. Significantly. Right. I can so get be- I, I can get behind that. I would I, agree with that. I would actually be okay with Toronto, I I think I think if Seattle wins it I I would be kind of like I would think about it for a while. If Toronto wins it I'd be like, "Oh, good for them." And then like I'd forget about it like 20 minutes later. That's how I view that. Yeah,
0: it's like um uh, Oh shit, didn't Toronto win the NBA championship last year too? Did they? Yeah. It was the Raptors. Ah, uh, I might take everything back. No, see that's that's just that's that's So the, you know what happens if they win it? Then they like, City
1: Canada. I would say Sports City, USA, but... City of
0: champions. That's fine. Let them have it. They're Canadian, for crying out loud. I would still, actually, now that I, I'm, I'm thinking about that right now, I would still rather have that than having to put up with annoying Seattle fans all year. All year next right.
1: year. Plus Toronto, once again, assuming the format doesn't change next year, we see them once. It'll probably be like a Wednesday game, and they are like four of their supporters show up. Yeah. Versus Seattle, which we multiple times, you know, throughout the year. Um. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's kind of the the stance of the league in a nutshell. I think it's worth getting into a little two two things of RSL news specifically. Let's that do it. 40, RSL Nation minutes, got yeah. really really excited about. And the first one is is obviously we are missing a uh, not missing. We're currently looking for a GM and head coach yes. position uh, to be filled.
0: We think we're looking. We don't know that, right? It we we know we need. Some. As far
1: as we know, someone should be hiring one of those two or a person to do both of those. Which and we now really hope
0: it's on somebody's to do list,
1: right? Um, and a name that's you know near and dear to all of one, all of us in our nation, uh, was floated as a potential, you know, uh, interview candidate. Not yeah, and and that's Jason Kreis, um, yeah. For those of you who are, I guess, new to RSL Nation, he's the guy whose name is up next to Javi Mose. Um, <laughs> kind of a big deal. Uh, both on the field as a player, but more importantly, uh, as RSL, uh, one of RSL's,
0: I think it's safe to say, RSL's best head coach, you know, as far as, like, tenure goes. Well, let's say it this way. Most successful. Jason Kreis has, was the first name ever signed to a contract to Real Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Jason Kreis. Was the first scored the very first goal in right. the history of Real Salt Lake? Jason Kreis was the head coach when we won our very first, to date only, MLS championship. Jason Kreis is RSL. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: at one point in time, he was he was the man. That was ha- RSL. If
0: if you are doing a mount rushmore and i know we have talked about this quite a bit over the past few months like creepily too much i think Jesus christ is in my opinion without a doubt the number one name in real salt lake history in, that includes nick right and kyle sure and he's, a, he's a godfather He's the godfather, right. not a... Like, he is out of all the... If you're building those four statues in the four corners... First one. Yeah, well, it's, but it's not even like... Not up for the bait. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think, think one if, if you're building one statue, mm-hmm. it's Jason Christ.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's already got the name of the rafter, so no need to double down. That, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it, it's... That was having more of a clarification.
0: That, having point, said that... Mm-hmm. So let's get I mean I yeah, think yeah. we can tackle these two things at the same
1: time. I mean so straight up it's it's uh it was being reported by um what's the name of that website? It's the pay-to-play model that you hate. The uh the Athletic, uh, the athletic that he was interviewing, I don't hate by the way. Right, you're not, critical I'm, of I'm, that model. I'm not gonna <laughs> subscribe respect. I'm just right. gonna subscribe to it. Sure. <laughs> um it, it, and it was that he was interviewing for what appears to be a combined GM head coach role, which is something, like, I initially was, like, I proposed, like, here. Like, we talked about it, and I was, like, it, I think it's a fantastic way to get, like, a, a I think a level of coach slash GM that normally wouldn't be interested in a club like RSL being, like, hey, dude, full control. You build the roster. You run the organization. Yeah. You coach the tactics. You pick the starting 11. Like, it's, it depends it's an enticing offer depending on the level of who you're getting, obviously.
0: Well, it also depends on what you mean by GM. Right, so so Craig Weibel was GM over the last two years, but mm-hmm. his role drastically changed. May, many clubs across the world, uh, the the coach is the GM. Yeah, I mean, I I think in
1: in in Major League Soccer, you see it with like SKC is the the big example. Uh, it's not it's not all a very the common.
0: Big, all all the big coach places they're they're basically the GMs like if I'm the I'm I make my decisions who I'm signing yeah I, I think that that's actually pr- like I look
1: at like Seattle and you have Garth Lagerway who's the GM obviously and you've right. got uh, Brian Schmetzer so who's the I coach didn't,
0: I didn't understand this part uh, you you t- I did not know that you're literally breaking news as far as I'm concerned mm-hmm. and honestly I, I was trying to stay away from as much as possible uh news over the last week. So you're saying the offer f- that you are hearing about for Jason Kreis is to be a GM slash coach? Yeah, kind of. Time? Yeah, it, it it's it, it's not an offer. It, it is they're interviewing
1: him for that combined role. I think it. I think it's what it is. It is the thing they have to. I think it's how they're bringing him in. I think. If we're, I think if it was just a head coach position, I don't think he'd be interested. Uh, uh, honestly. Really. Yeah. Uh, He's
0: coaching the under. Twenty-three, right now, and he's doing
1: super well with them. He's got leeway. He's building himself back up. Like he hasn't been, you know, super successful since his tenure at RSL.
0: He hasn't been successful at all. That's my
1: only drawback. Right. So it's um yeah he would it would it is widely being reported that it would be a combined GM head coach and GM in in what what Craig Weibel's role was at the end of That's his a, time. A, yeah, where it's you are in charge of the roster. You are in charge of personnel. You're not in charge of the business. The business of the making money, right? There's a whole uh, yeah. business operation side that takes care of that. You are in charge of the soccer that is being played on the field from yeah. player
0: signings. I think a head coach should have that ability and capability. Anyways. Yeah, I just think that's pretty rare in the league. Yeah. I, 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 which is, weird. I disagree with what you're saying, but yeah, I think a head coach should be able to make his or her own roster.
1: I think I, head coach gives you. Recommendations and what he's looking for and the type of skill set, uh, but ultimately in a league like the MLS, you have to have somebody whether that's their full time job, because you have mm. to you have to keep that minutia in place. I think Tam, Gam, DP, international—it's
0: yes. it's a little much. So that's where I think assistants come in place. Right. So if you have a good enough head coach who can also double as GM on on the personnel side. You can also, uh, you know, you can do that and hire a couple of assistants, and that's that—that that is their job, keeping track of the Tams and the Pams and the Sams and the Flams and whatever. I mean, that—that—that's literally it. And also assistant coaches. I mean, in, in most professional soccer clubs. The actual assistant coaches do more work than the, than the yeah, head like coach. the
1: trainings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what's also so been kind of being reported. So it's not
0: like their their days are taken up by no, no, it, it it wouldn't be like a like a time
1: thing. It it is a it is a delineation of responsibilities ultimately, and and there are talks of like, you know, what that what would that mean for like a Freddie. Uh, some people think because Jason does have his guys, like a lot of coaches, he's got a couple of dudes that kind of where he goes tend yeah. to follow. Uh, people are saying, and you know, it could be a where a situation where Freddie ends up being bumped back down, goes somewhere else, is asked to leave. Yeah. I think uh, Freddie
0: would get a job in the MLS,
1: right? Or, and this is my personal like best case scenario, Freddie becomes like the head trainer guy. He's the dude that's running the practices, you know, working with the players doing the drills, kind of discussing a little bit of tactics and Jason's, you know, more of the brains behind the operation. If it were to go down that way, I personally have all kinds of questions that need to be answered first. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound healthy. So, I think I've said this to you before. Mm. I tend to Mm. visit the old uh, Colorado blogs and such every once in a while to see how they're doing.
0: You, you love that wave. What's it called? Burgundy wave. Burgundy wave. Yeah, you love yeah, those yeah. guys.
1: I like to pop over, and I don't comment. I don't troll. I don't have an account there. I just want to read how how what is their worldview, right? Uh, so the their final game of the season was against LAFC.
0: They had a chance to make the playoffs, and huh? they
1: mathematically had a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. Keep in mind, it was like they had to beat LAFC. Two other teams had to like lose and like one team had to lose by like a goal difference or like four or something. I was selling 0-9, basically. Yeah but yeah, even crazier. Right. It was mm. it was like mathematically it was almost impossible. hmm And so, you know, they're starting the the kind of summary of the LAFC game they've lost since. And I forget the exact language, but the opening line was like, you know, Colorado had the close opportunity to make the playoffs. Right. That like that's that was like the opening line of the the whole piece. Mm-hmm. And I sat to myself and I'm like I remember like literally like thinking this like like I was coaching myself through this and it was I think RSL is going to have some bad days ahead of it like next year. I think things are going to yeah. be rough. And I told myself no matter how bad things get, don't ever be that level of delusional. Don't ever think that you actually had a chance to make the playoffs when things like that went down. I'm all for hope. Hope dies last. Right. It's my personal mantra. I don't ever want us to be that group. And hiring somebody like a Jason, who I love, if if Colorado comes out tomorrow and is like, hey, uh, Pablo's coming back, the coach us back to our glory years, we would make so much fun of them. I love Jason. Jason left on about as good a note as a man can with this organization. Don't tarnish that legacy. We have an opportunity here. Let's not squander it. It 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 feels like a junior move and it worries me that we're even considering it.
0: There's one thing about your whole statement I agree with because it's logical and the rest is I mean, to call it BSs, understating or in, in, or or Don't hate so let me say it this way. You and I, i.e. us, RSL Nation, Scarf Life, will never be the kind of group who's like hyping up the team. Are, are, no, are you, we, you and I are—I
1: I mean, every once in a while, I like, say but things— But we believe it. Yeah, right. But here's the thing. I genuinely think this dude believed that yeah. like Colorado actually had a chance to make the playoffs. Like that's the problem. Like I, I want to be my you, own you, sanity you, check. You
0: have to remember where they came from. Five weeks earlier or so. Bottom of the barrel. I mean, yeah. beyond bottom of the barrel. Like it, there was zero chance. I mean, mathematical. Yes, mathematically speaking, hmm. every but like two teams in the entire league had right a chance still to make had the chance. playoffs. Yep. But it was it was not even it, it was a laughter of even the chance that them um, I mean, remember how 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 many times did we write off SKC and then they keep coming back? Right. So yeah, I don't think you and I are cheerleaders. <laughs> no, we'll ever be cheerleaders. Now here's something you're you're I think misunderstood on Jason Christ. And this would sound this would be a more realistic and believable argument if it wasn't for the last two jobs he had prior to the job he has now Mm -hmm. which is with the u.s national under under twenty three, yeah youth teams which is he might actually be good at his job right i mean so when people walk away from something and they're like walked away at the top right that is to believe that you could not have done better. That you cannot do better. What we have to understand about people like Jason Christ is that couple couple of things. First of all, the job pays pretty good, probably, <laughs> so you're more willing to take the sure. take the risks. Pay helps. Yes. Secondly, there might be three here, but secondly. You might be. Wa- I thought he was released from from NYCFC way too prematurely. He walked into that situation. Same with Orlando. Similar with Orlando. He walked into a brand new team. Right. You cannot take a brand new team unless you're spending the kind of money that LAFC or Atlanta is. Spending. I mean, NYCFC was
1: splashing cash just incorrectly. Keep in mind, right. this was like this was like NYCFC the. So lawyers. this is this is
0: this this is why Jason Christ might want to have the the controls over splashing the cash, right? I, I yeah. He, we he, we have he, seen Jason Christ play. When was a when did Jason Christ sign a, a veteran that cost six million dollars here? Right. If there's then one actually, thing I vehemently believe is that the man has an unbelievable eye for raw talent. So you know what that means? If Jason Christ is that guy, that's gonna be our GM or coach mm-hmm. or both. Next year, right? You're right. We're in for a couple of bad years. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because Jason Christ, in that case, starts building a team for three years from now.
1: Right, and and I guess I hadn't to be totally honest, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, that's actually he is a long term builder. He's a guy you build a future with. and we would have
0: never let him go. He, he would have stayed forever.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a money thing. You know, NYCFC, an European connection. I think he had some yeah.
0: opportunities to go overseas, yada, right. yada, yada, uh, DLH wasn't giving him the kind of money he was asking for. Um, but long term, he would have made probably more money if he just stayed here and had all the strings. I mean, once your freaking name is on the rafters, yeah, you're, you can literally you're go like four or five years of like doing nothing
1: and still See, be around. I also, but I think if we're honest, that's not true. Cause think about it like, here's the thing, he absolutely has we, a bit of we, leeway. We kept Jeff Kassar around for like three we years. did, but you so and Jeff- I were, yeah. And here's the thing, let's also acknowledge if it was just up to you and I, Jeff Cassar would have been fired long before he actually was, right? Well, so, he would have mm, never gotten hired. Well, no, I, I that. the higher I understood, I, I got really? it really, and off season is the, as an, the perfect an, time to make a change as an organization. We are avid fans of uh, promoting from within. <laughs> Uh, making the hire from within, keeping it, keeping it in the family, for lack of a better word. I understood why why we did it. I don't know if it was the guy I would have picked personally, but I get it.
0: At the first press conference, I was like, "This is not our guy." <laughs> really, yeah. I I don't think I had that level of foresight. It, um, number one, conference. It wasn't what he said. It's high energy. He said it. Yeah, he yeah. was a lovable goofball. Yeah. Um, and but, I want my coach to be an asshole that everyone's afraid of. Right.
1: So you train harder. Like Petky. Right. Uh. But also, like, and when I say I, the legacy of Jason Christ, like, it goes a long way. It, he has he has credit in the trust bank, like, you yeah. know he he can he he's got he can take a couple L's before I start asking questions. Yep. But it doesn't last forever, and it's not like the Hansen going like, oh, I'm gonna fire. It. That's not my concern. It's getting to a state where like the fans have turned on him. That would be heartbreaking. And that—that I, don't think that I could see. I think you underestimate I... RSL Nation's ability to be. No, I don't. Cynical? No,
0: no, 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 no. I've actually I've learned a lot about RSL Nation this year, and I this is we're gonna cover. I think some of this in depth during our recap show at some point. Right. RSL Nation is the only thing RSL Nation is united on mm-hmm. is the success and love of Real Salt Lake. But even in that, we believe looks differently. From yeah. Su- from supporters group to supporters group. from Yeah, from seat to seat uh-huh. in many cases. Right. So, no, I I would not say that there is a, a single... Th- that is the identity of our national nation. A is, lack of identity? Is. No, there is an identity. The identity is like we disagree in just about everything else. But uh, let me say it this way. Let's just say... There's three concerts playing in Salt Lake City tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about take the 17 to 20,000 people who are regularly at Rio Tinto Stadium. Yeah, it's, right. I mean those are like 15
1: to 17 these days. But it's yeah, I go no,
0: 15 was like probably the lowest of the whole year. So our average is no well north of 17 this year. I don't think you're right, but okay, keep going. But we'll, the, there's actual numbers in this. We'll look it up later. Let's say there's. How do I say? I'm gonna try to say this without like sounding like a jerk. But there's, like, three concerts playing at, Real, at, at Salt Lake City tonight. Yeah. One's, like, Ted Nugent. Okay. The other one is a comedy show by Bill Maher. Okay. And the third is...
1: These are all hypothetical, by the way, our explanation. Well, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, and the third is, I don't know, give me a hipster band. Who? What's a hipster band? Right hipster? Now? Like, yeah. hipster, like, popular now? Or yeah. Or, like, hipster, yeah. like... I uh, don't yeah, know. kids in, like, the late 20s will pay a lot of money to go see
1: dude i don't know okay Uh, rsl nation
0: billy i uh billy eilish or whatever billy eilish yes whatever yeah okay yeah i like her by the way all right what's the chances that more than one-third of rsl nation shows up to one of those events and not like one third phrase that question. What I'm trying to say is like Outers- outside of RSL. Okay. RSL nation okay. is not united. We have compl- we have different political beliefs, right. different You're, yes, okay, okay. Right. we have different, different interests, different well, different sectors dras- of fan- yes. drastically and significantly different interests. There's
1: so many easier ways to say that than creating three weird fake very specific scenarios that Appeal to
0: various but it demographics. Did, it did walk you through. So let me ask you We're this question. We're an hour let, plus let, in, and let me ask, that's what let you're me doing with our time. So you, the question is, there's those three concerts playing tonight. Billie Eilish. I, okay. Yes, Idish. I remember. Okay, you don't have to re- um, rephrase them. Bill Maher or, or Ted Nugent. Which one are you going to? I'm not going to any of them. You have to go to one. There's, is there an RSL game? There isn't. That's the whole point. Which one are you going to? I, I don't know. Probably the Bill Maher comedy show or tickets free like what's that's what I thought what does that have to do with anything that is what I thought and I'll bet you two thirds of RSL Nation will disagree with you and say I'm going to one of the other two okay the only thing we have in common is Real Salt Lake I don't remember exactly how we get to this topic that was the dumbest thing I. you've said a
1: lot of dumb stuff over the course of this year but that one this like weird, hyper-specific scenario of three th- concerts and shows that appeal to, to various to demographics. Make a point. Right, but here's here's how I make that point in a fraction of the time. RSL Nation, there's a demographic that goes to church on Sundays. There's a demographic that votes uh, liberal. There's a demographic that votes Republican. There's a demographic that doesn't vote. There's a demographic that isn't old enough to vote. There's a demographic that drinks. There's a demographic that doesn't drink. Yeah. Boom. Various you, you know, stages of life and beliefs and, and color and creed and...
0: All that stuff. RSL Nation is diverse. There you go. That's how you say that. You know what? You know what? English. You, learn it. You know what third of RSL Nation would say that? Uh,
1: the third that's at the Bill, Bar- Bill Maher concert <laughs> with me, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Thank anyway.
0: you. Anyway. RSL Nation has been fun. No,
1: no. no. One more. Th- we have no, one more topic. On this will our... be fast. This will be fast. All right. You got three minutes. Go. I mean, it's kind of an important one. Yeah, go. Pretty sure Bofo's gone.
0: Can we talk about that next week?
1: You want to talk about Buffalo? He might be gone next week. Yeah, that's okay. Here's about. why I think he's gone. I'm just gonna give our explanation for those of you that haven't seen it. He's been very active on his Instagram lately. This is
0: lately. The Bill Maher concert goer, dude. It's a big deal. Like happening. the, the kid was
1: arguably one of the future like the, talismans of the club. Like it's worth discussing the yeah, fact that he's the actively future. alienating I mean, half the fan base. So, dude, he's not. Dude, no, I mean he's starting to piss folks off. Ahead, ahead. Dude, dude hops on his IG, you know, he's got a picture of himself. Instagram,
0: suitcase. it's not that long of a name.
1: All uh, right, take it easy, you know, Billy Elish, whatever her name is. Elish. Anyway, anyway, dude's got a suitcase uh, and he's boarding a plane, and you know, like it's like you know, indicative of like, hey, I'm going somewhere. Uh, Ochoa, our young goalie, comments on that, going, hey bro, I'm gonna miss you. It's like, all right, maybe he's just going to miss him for the winter or something. You know, I don't know what it is, but he's missing him. All right, cool. A little while later, he's doing a post of him running. Like, he's on a treadmill, and, like, the camera is of his, like, feet. In the corner, he's got a little plane emoji and then two Spanish flags. Just, like, chilling in the corner. Mm-hmm. A little while... he's not Spanish? No, he's he is not from Spain. He does not so have he's
0: any... vacationing in España.
1: That could be it. Um a little while later he's in his kitchen he's just standing there it's like a selfie and the caption across his shirt you know that he like typed up was hashtag #free um and then like the most recent post i want to actually read it cuz it is kind of long and i think the language matters i'm going to pull it up real quick yeah uh it it was let me let me get let me get it straight straight from the horse's mouth as they say so it's him, like it's a, it's an action shot of like him, like I think celebrating a goal, and the caption goes, "Patiently waited, I'm done talking." Mm-hmm. Dude's gone. Yeah. That's a bummer. Huge bummer. Yeah. Anyway, Arsenal Nation, just wanted to bring that to your attention in case you weren't aware. Uh, I know. Yeah, but what are you blaming him? Uh, I'm not blaming him for, like, leaving. Like, he's got to do what's good for his career. This whole, like, passive-aggressive, I'm going to post stuff on Instagram. Like, I get it. He's a kid. You know, he is. No, this is. No, no, no. no, that's no not. No, that, no, that is not no, how an adult conducts is, business. This is where we Not start. how an adult conducts business.
0: He is conducting this the way he conducts himself on the field. He's the guy who gets under guy's skins mm-hmm. and gets some yellows and gets some people yeah, mad at get- him. And he's the jackass we like having because he's ours. Right.
1: right, but right now, he's directing that jackassness, for lack of a word,
0: well, at, at us. you get what you... What, what do you think? Is he going to turn it off going the other way? If I absolutely. Was him, if, I was absolutely. Him, if I was him, I would be extremely pissed. Actually, I'm not him, and I'm extremely pissed. We have absolutely wasted an incredible talent on the bench for the second half of this year. The fact that Corey Baird, and I keep barking on this, has... Corey Baird is not fit mm-hmm. to shine Bofo's shoes, in my opinion. Okay, that's a little extreme. No, it is not. because it's a little extreme. Because Corey Baird is not number two option after Bofo. Plata would be number two option after Bofo, right? Mm-hmm. And then maybe Corey Baird. And if we get interchangeable with the number nine, Albert. Sam Johnson. No, Sam Johnson, because Albert could play a different position. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. There's right no way in my mind either... Either Plata yet alone Corey Beard. Right, should be sitting pine. Should be should be starting and playing a minute of soccer for Real Salt Lake with Bofo, who by the way, I think has done the most of his opportunities, has made the most of his opportunities while he's played this. A
1: little reckless with some of his choices on the field. That is the position
0: where you're okay being reckless. Well, no, if there's a better pass, find the better pass. Right, but if, I'm saying, if there is a position in the field where you can be reckless, that is that. Sure. He also had a couple of freaking It's the one where you get least
1: punished for being reckless. He had a couple
0: of golazos. Also, being there reckless and taking shots from everywhere means defenders are closing in on you, which means your counter or or, or co-offensive players are getting open. Bofo, I love you, baby. I hope you stick around. I hope you only stick around if you're going to start. I think there will be no chance in hell he's not a starter and a regular if a Jason Christ type is right. heading up the team next year, mm-hmm. in part because he's playing for him. Sure. For the under, what is it, 23s right now? One, yeah, of, the, one of the youth teams for the National yeah, team, yeah, right? Yeah. Bofo Sacedo. Being let this, I think this comes back and bites us the way that Toronto FC letting Plata go beat them. Sure. Because for the following three, four years, freaking world beater. And they couldn't figure out how to start him. Both was Saceto sitting on the bench. While in this case specifically, and I like the kid, I just don't think he's good enough to do that. Corey Baird is starting. Is a crime. There should be a way to press legal charges okay. in the Third okay. District Court okay. okay. in Salt Lake County right. uh, to get know. this down.
1: with. Here is the thing. I, yeah, Bofo's obviously a world class talent, or he will be. Um, he is. I mean, he I think is a world-class he's a world class talent. Yeah, he's a little raw. Uh, there is, you know, the, like this like weird little rumor that's floating around. Of so, it's widely believed that Bofo's contract. Up in December, like officially, uh, that one of the reasons he wasn't getting regular time at the end of the season is that he wasn't signing a new contract.
0: That is stupid well, by a well, coach who's in interim.
1: Okay, think about who, this. Who, who or, thought that through? Think about this. Yeah, you start playing this dude. He starts tearing it up. Uh huh. He's gonna ask for more money. Maybe yeah. you, maybe you just don't have more money. That right. that is a thing. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's walking.
0: How do you think the rest of our isolation feels? If I'm an interim coach who has a prayer that I might have a full-time job mm-hmm. as head coach next year, I'm playing the best players. Not, I don't care what their contracts say. Right, until your boss tells you you can't play the guy. Well, then screw that. Then I'm right, glad that, Craig Weibel is gone. now. Well, th- I'm, I, I'm I saying would, Craig would li- Weibel was already gone by that. I would like to say that this is but- an incredibly... Stupid suggestion to make that that might have happened. Not at all. But then Javi Moe happened. A few right, years I was going to say it's, Seattle. I could so... totally see that happening.
1: Craig Webb would already have been gone by
0: this point. Yeah. So that, if anyone's making that suggestion, it's a DLH. Well, then you know what? Good for you, Bovo. Because in this case, if you're that shackled to something, first of all, teams look people who are paid a lot of money to recruit players. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, let's just say you're like a European second division Spanish team, okay, and you're looking as an option, both was if you're swayed by that guy's performance over the last two or three games, sure,
2: yeah, yeah, it, you're not it, very you're not looking, freaking good, right, at your right, right. You're you got to look at the whole season, right. yeah,
0: that's fair, that's a good point. Not just the whole season, but like the body of work, sure, were, you know yeah. the whole nine yards. So he
1: did do a little loan time in uh, in Mexico.
0: I mean, I, I really, 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 really hope, for our best sake, that we keep a Bofos around, because I think for the money, we, can, we he is, I can't remember what well, he's Well, you can't making. say for the money anymore, because yeah, the well, money's over. What was he making last year? I think less than $100,000, because he was on a homegrown. Okay, so quadruple that. I think it's more than quadruple. Well, okay, quadruple that, but you're still getting a freebie. Sure. I've yeah, said he's, this he's a many He's really really good at I his job. I have said this many times over the years. Bofo could be our next DP level player. That is it.
1: Yeah, that I mean I he, I agree he could be. I just think it's very unlikely that he gets that. Well, good. yeah, with the current environment. No, just in general. I I th- no. I think the kid's good.
0: I think you're blinded by love. No, no, no. A little bit. A little bit. Well, you, th- you think I don't like Corey Beard or love Corey Beard? I love Sam Johnson. I love uh uh uh. Botho's good. He's not DP level good yet, and I don't think he He's will. No, that's why I said and one I of our I, next. He's not. I, I don't think he deserves DP level money next year. Right. I would. I would need
1: amazing growth to even consider. But that. he
0: has to play. Because what, what, from what I saw from Bolfo, personally, right. what I saw from Bofo on the field this year, mm-hmm. I saw amazing growth. Okay.
1: Uh, Jefferson Severino, obviously a DP-level winger, right? Yeah. Obviously. You the know, best like, player we have on, so, the, on the pitch. So he, he is 100%. Yes. He, he is there. He is it. Bolfo could how, be
0: Severino. Okay. Uh, if but that's where, where is he going? right now? He's 80%. 80%?
1: 80%. Yeah. You're saying Bofo is 0.8% or 0.8 out of one as good as Jefferson. Yes. Dude, you've been drinking the Kool-Aid pretty hard. You should be the kid's agent.
0: Which way? Huh? Which way? Because I think 0.8 is conservative.
1: Dude. 80%. Eighty percent. I think
0: Severino is a more skilled player. I think both. No, no. I'm is, saying finished product, full package. Well, everything. Foot
1: skills, pace, uh, right. uh, uh, shots if, on if, goal. If you, if you
0: look at the like, take FIFA, uh-huh. right? You, it's not all of it. it is at the end of the day, a finished product. But what I'm saying is, the finished product is 0.8. You're correct. But if you break it down, there are areas in which both was significantly, I think, better than Savarino. See, I
1: can't think of a single category and
0: where both was better. I, I, th- I think he's a better shooter. Disagree. It's okay to disagree, but I, you're wrong.
2: No, dude. I think he's a dude, better shooter. You're not giving Everson credit. I,
0: I think he's got really good instinct. Here's the problem. I, I think he's quicker on the ball.
1: Okay, that one I'll give you. I think he's quicker on the ball. I'll give you mm-hmm. that. He's definitely not a better shooter. You're thinking of that one shot in Seattle where he curled the ball and got the upper 90, and it was amazing, but that was also the exception. He wasn't doing that every week. Well, he wasn't playing every week. He was playing a lot. It's week. he. He has he has yet to do that again. Whereas Jefferson
0: scores really beautiful goals, pretty frequently. I really don't care about the beauty of the goals. What I'm saying right. is shooting ability. When on frame with power. Let Let's do a soft skill analysis on this. When When Bolfo touches the ball on the left side going forward, I feel like anything is possible. I feel that way when
1: Jefferson gets the ball on the right. Yeah. Thank you. I agree. Just more confident that something's going
0: to happen. Yes, because you're comparing to Jefferson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. With but, Bofo, it's, I don't but, think something's going to
0: happen. But when Corey Baird touches the ball on uh-huh. the left, I'm thinking best-case scenario, he holds it up and passes it back to the midfield.
1: See, so my thing is, Corey or yeah, Baird is going to whip it in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we've... We've gone at length about this. We obviously yeah. have very strong feelings about Bofo's future with RSL. We do hope he sticks around. Why did
0: you bring this up?
1: Because it's a very interesting topic, and I think RSL Nation and needs we, to hear we, about uh, it.
0: keep talking about it, yes, but not right now.
1: And we will discuss it at length as more things come through. I do expect that sometime—I I, I honestly think today's, today's Wednesday. Yeah. Tonight is Wednesday, I should say. We're going to post this tonight. Um, so Thursday is Halloween. Happy Halloween, RSL Nation. I think by Friday we have— um, with the the clubs release some players because it will it'll so it's let's usually do another one on Friday. It's usually oh, no, no no I don't want to let's do uh, it no 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 we'll we'll keep it spread out we'll keep them to about one a week um we'll go on next week all uh, right well we'll keep it to about one every two weeks uh but yeah it, they usually do it like a week or so after the season ends and yeah. our season ended yeah. so I think uh, I think we can expect some news so what sooner we're rather than later is
0: this this was our last kind of season. Mm-hmm. Not a season recap, but just a
1: regular season. format, long-form Scarf yeah. Life episode.
0: And we'll have more fun going forward. Yeah, well, there's going to be
1: a bunch of weird shows.
0: And tell you what. You know what we're going to do this off season Is make a pledge to keep our podcasts to up to one hour.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably not. I'm not prepared to sign that pledge just to get I'm, ahead of I'm you. I'm going to edit it. Okay, that's terrifying because you're just going to edit out all the good parts, i.e. my parts. So we might
0: also release the full
1: no, we're definitely just releasing the full.
0: The directors. You're saying, no, no, dude,
1: you're talking. I know. I understand this. We do this every year. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We don't. We've got a thing that semi-works. We talk footy. Sometimes we talk about footy for a little too long because we don't have lives. RSL Nation, feel free to fast forward if we're boring you. We loves you.
0: RSL Nation, it's been fun. Thank you so much. Adios.